sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. Episode 201. We made it past It's all the hump. downhill from here. Yep. Wow. We're basically saying the same thing, but you are speaking metaphorically. Yeah. We're, we made it up the hill, past the hump. Now we're down, going down. So I guess mine was a, a somewhat longer way of saying it. But we mean the same thing. As always. Hate. Especially when we speak message. of Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, no. Not hate. Love. That's I guess we don't always say the same thing. Two sides of the same coin. Let's cancel the show. 201. That was it's a good number to go out on. Uh, that's what they used to pay. That's how many grams of salt they used to pay the Roman soldiers. Wait, we haven't even said the name of the show. Oh, are we changing it now that it's 201? Pop Culture Continuum. Oh, yeah. I'm. Wait, do we say our names? I'm Patrick Riccardi. And I'm John Elliott. I have a big penis. This week, I don't know what he's talking about. By the way, the uh, the salt, that's where the word salary comes from. You know, he used to pay Roman soldiers in salt because they were stupid. Some dumb motherfuckers taking I pretty much, every word salt. etymology that sounds like that, I just consider it bull crap. Yeah. Cause Although, your word etymology for okay was absolutely okay. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's obvious that the word salary comes from celery. Green, right? It makes sense. Money is green. Oof. Another lie about celery is the fact that eating it is negative calories. Yeah, nothing's negative calories, idiots. I mean, vomit is, I guess, technically. But things that you ingest cannot be negative calories. Unless you put peanut butter on your celery, then it is. I don't know why. Does anyone eat celery without peanut butter? I can't because I know people eat peanut butter without celery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's because uh, uh, George Washington Carver was a genius, and whoever invented celery was terrible at marketing. This week, we are. Oh, I don't like to do that thing where you say one word. Did you ever, have you ever heard that kind of improv? Yes, word? it's awful. Awful fun. E. I didn't a? Even do a whole word. I no, I was saying funny. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, see, that's why it doesn't just, work. I thought we were just spelling out words. I was ready to, to start eagle and see if you got there. Oh, I would have. What else starts with an e and a? Nothing. Not if you're an American. Yeah, we're kind of talking about uh, vaguely uh, the TV show. I guess just the new TV shows from the last season. Is that what we're doing? That we like. You cut off there for. Um... Like, it sounded like you clapped, and then you cut off, so I didn't hear what you said. I did clap, but I didn't cut off. Uh, I said, I think we're just vaguely kind of talking about um, the new TV shows from last season that we like. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, see what survived and what's done. Speaking what's of Dunsville? new TV shows, I watched, like, I don't know, part of an episode of Riverdale, like, in the middle, out of context, and I have to say it was the most ridiculous TV show I've ever seen in my life. I can't get past the whole Archie and Mrs. Weatherby having a relationship. It's just this 
uh, calling this statutory rape a joke or even a part of the drama is just—it's—it's it's too far. Well, the, th- the the whole thing is, like we said, I think, or we talked about—I don't even—might have been off air. But then, why make it Archie? Just make it a fucking teen drama right. with these with people. It's it's weird to yeah. Well, what disappoints me most of all, as someone who likes Archie, is the new, and maybe I will now that it's on Netflix. Maybe I'll give it a shot and see what it's what it's like. But the the fact that the revitalized new Archie comic books are really well written. They're like they are like well written romantic YA novels, but a little bit with a funnier edge and using the Archie characters. So the Archie and the Jughead are are fun and they're good and they would make great TV shows just taking it things along those vein without without having a a young Mrs. Weatherby or cuz I don't even think Mrs. Weatherby shows up in the books and if she does they're just passing characters but it's it's not necessary to create this soap opera drama to have a good drama like there's other shows in the CW cuz I know that like they have that kind of show but there's other shows in the CW that don't do that like I Zombie is a perfectly well-written show without weird romantic subplots that, that don't fit the characters as they're written. Yeah. And also I'm, based on so, a comic book. Well, as is yeah. almost everything on the CW, I guess. Yeah. But that comic book isn't close to the source either. It's just well done. But so, yeah, like you said, even watching it, you didn't like it. So maybe I won't give it a chance. <laughs> I mean, I just, it just, it was so, it was like watching dynasty or something. You know what I mean? Or Dawson's Creek. I imagine. Cause that's, that's what people mention when they compare. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I've, I've never watched Dawson's Creek, except I used to watch him on the B from Apartment 23. Yeah. Did you ever watch uh, Party of Five? Bailey! Charlie! It's probably like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there weren't... It's Well, as with every year, there's not really a lot of uh, TV shows that I've kept up with that were new this season. I actually dropped some shows, not even on purpose. I just forgot to watch them, like The Flash, which I loved. And I will probably catch up, but just in the middle, like like around Christmas time when they they took that break, I'd never started watching again when, when the shows came back. DVR, man. Yeah, well, DVR or On Demand or uh, just like sneak into people's houses and, and whisper it in their dreams and see if they say what the plots was, plots were. But then it's like that telephone thing where they give you like all these weird, in, they're in some weird interpolation of what you said. I had a dream the other night, thanks for asking, that involved Don Rickles and me hanging yeah. out for a long time. And? Oh. Oh, the end? No, there's more. And we were hanging out in his hotel room, which was in D.C., and we were just kind of having fun. And then it, for some reason, there was a bunch of reporters outside of his house, right? Like with the curtains open so they could see in and hear us. So I started saying, play along, Don, play along. And so I started acting like I was an inquisitor and saying, you got to tell me, you got to tell me. And he looked at me really innocently and says, I can't lie to people. And then I woke up. I'm sure that means something. It was great. Something weird about you. Well, you never had Don Rickles in your house. Well, you were in his house. To be fair, he's not slumming it in your place. I was dreaming in my own home. Thank you very much. I guess technically he was in your house. R.I.P. R.I.P. What's Bob? Who's Bob Newhart going to go on vacations with now? 
Oh, I, you told me that and I forgot about it. I, I, I think I like that more than the Carl Reiner, uh, Mel Brooks yeah, me having too. dinner every night. Uh, sorry, millennials. Anyway, millennials, I think you, you think so little millennials, millennials, first of all, know Bob Newhart because they love the big bang theory and he's been on many episodes of that. Secondly, they love Don Rickles because everyone Don, loves Don Rickles from millennial to millennial. In any case, uh, I listened to that Cobain episodes of last podcast on the left. I, I didn't know that the, I thought at the time I remember I thought I remembered reports of Kirk Cobain attempting suicide many times before he actually did. So I guess that was all, according to them, stories from Courtney. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with the Kirk Cobain thing is that there's really nothing there. You know what I mean? That's I mean, what, that's pretty much what they said. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a weird case to really investigate. Uh, it, I mean, and the only reason I think they did is because other people did. Right. Yeah. But it was. There was a lot of stuff I didn't know about. Like I didn't know, uh, I didn't know Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain weren't. To, I thought they. I just don't know their history. I thought they were together before their their respective bands formed. Now, uh, right. what's that? Yep, <laughs> I know that now. <laughs> I'm an idiot. It's weird that you dream about Don Rickles, dude. <laughs> Why? Who do you dream about? I guess it's I guess it's not. I know I've had dreams about uh Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hanging out with them and Jason Bateman. I mean, I'm guess I'm a little hipper than you, but I don't think so. Jason Bateman has not had a a performance since Arrested Development season 4. Arrested Development's coming back, by the way. Yeah, let's hope it's way better than that I liked season, season 4. I it was disjointed because of the way they had to film it, but I still liked it. Uh and I think they're going to have a lot easier time getting everyone together because aside from Jesse, Jeffrey Tambor, nobody's busy. Well, maybe he's doing uh, her show. That's, yeah. But yeah. Wait, Jeffrey Tambor. Oh yeah. Right. Transparent. Uh, speaking of new shows, did you, have you seen uh, uh, on Amazon? I love Dick. I really, I really disliked it. I only watched the pilot and I was like, I will never watch this again, but it got picked up. So, who, who's? Uh, I, no, I didn't watch it. What is the Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. Griffin Dunn? Holy shit! Why am I blanking on her name? She's she's excellent though. Uh, wait, Kathleen Hahn is that it? Oh, oh yeah, she's funny. I love her. Yeah, so good people. Just, ugh. but it's by the same, it's by the same woman who does uh, Transparent, whose name I'm also blanking on right now. What what's the oh speaking of shows I'm excited about I'll go back to what you're talking about but I'm really really excited about seeing Glow, gorgeous ladies of wrestling coming even though I've as I've mentioned off air I'm not a big fan of Mark Maron and he's Who is I, involved but so is Allison Brie yeah and that's and she's the main star Zach Efron also involved don't have thoughts about him either way but Allison Brie I adore so I'm looking forward to that back to your show what is I like Dick. What is the basis of it? So it's this Jesus. I wish I could even remember because I watched the pilot. You know how Amazon does those pilots. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, about this couple, they move to some I don't know, small Texas college town, possibly Midwestern. It doesn't matter. Um, where uh, I, I think she gets a job as a teacher, and um, and uh, Kevin Bacon is like this 
art teacher there who like everybody falls under her spell. It just wasn't. It was just really not good. I don't really know how to describe it. You can watch the pilot on Amazon, but uh, I don't know. Amazon is not up to Netflix when it comes to their original programming. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Kimmy Schmidt's back. Have you watched any of that? Yeah, we I've talked about it, it last week. I'm, I finished. Oh, you? Oh, I forgot that we talked about it. I hadn't even started at that point. Although I think uh, the, Titus should just have his own show. <laughs> I would watch that a spinoff. I mean, they could he could still do Kimmy Schmidt, but I don't know. Sometimes a little bit goes a long way. I maybe. suppose that's true. Yeah, maybe too much Titus would be. But Jill Soloway is my Jill Soloway, yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and, and I also didn't care for Transparent, so, you know. Well, lots of people love it, so you might be wrong about that one. Lots, I've never seen it. Lots of people love the Big Bang Theory. Millennials, according to you, so. Well, who likes it if it's not Millennials? Yeah, that's a good question. Hopefully it's not Gen X. Embarrassment to me, my whole generation. You're embarrassed by being in Gen X, or you're embarrassed by Gen X liking Big Bang Theory? Both. Or creating it, probably. Probably. I, yeah, I don't know what Chuck Lorre is. I like to think he's a baby boomer, but he probably is Gen X. Oh, I forgot that he's a creator of that show. Is he? I don't know if he's a creator or just the pro- executive producer or what. Oh, he is a creator, and he was born in 52. That's Baby Boomer. Ah, Baby Boomer. Good. Ah, fuck you. Chuck but he created Murray. it with Bill Prady, who was built in 60. Built. He was built because he's a robot in 1960, which makes him A Baby Boomer. A Baby Boomer. Yeah. So suck it. Baby Boomers, you suck. Although I imagine Jill Soloway's Gen X. Uh, so, in any case. <laughs> he might be a millennial for all you know. 65, Gen X. Oh, she's right when, on the cusp then. I was going to ask, when does it start? I think I think Gen X starts 66. Oh, so she's a baby boomer, which mistaken. doesn't make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make I mean, sense. If you're born 65, you're not a baby boomer. Yeah, you're basically Gen X. I mean, yeah, because that's 20 years on from the war. But, you know, they say generations are span 20 years. That's what they, that's the thing. So, eh. Who cares? Well, if Generations... Oh, so this page says she's right at the start, 65. If Generations bam, bam, span 20 years, that means that Gen X would go from 65 or so to 85 or so. And I've never heard of anybody born in 85 as being part of Gen X. Well, I could see it. I mean, someone born in 85 now is 31. Eh, maybe. Who cares? Nobody, really. No. These arbitrary labels. And Douglas Copeland, he came up with the term. Oh, he didn't come up with it, but he popularized the term Generation X, and I don't know what he's done since then. Uh, I know he wrote a weird microsurf or something novel, but do you know what he's done? Yeah, I, he's written a bunch more tedious, boring books after that. But uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in any case. TV series that started in 2016, and they're still running. None. Well, I mean, they're all done for the summer now, but some of them will be back. Uh, number one on my list, The Good Place. And it's back. Yeah, that's an A in my book. Yep. I wonder if it's going to have a full season next year. 
Probably not. I mean, I kind of like that they only did 13 episodes. It seems like a good show to do that with. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. And it's with people who have, you know, um, created or written shows that have been really well written. So it's like they're really working on their, like, uh, ex- becoming experts in the craft with, uh, what's it, Michael Schur? Yeah. Star with The Office, Good Seasons of The Office, and then Parks and Rec and kind of ramped his way up. And then Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think, started out really good. Like, uh, Parks and Rec, I can see people's complaints about the first season because it wasn't that great. Nope. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he didn't have that period of not, not knowing where, what he was doing. He just started off awesome with that. And I think part of that is having a cast that was just – they knew what they were doing with the cast, and it was perfect right from the get-go. And and the fact that he had written and worked on Parks and Recs all those years and done such a great job. So, but then this is this is even better than Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Good Place. It's just it's 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 clever and fun, like science fiction, twisty or fantasy twisty ways, and it's it's legitimately funny. And yeah, everything everything about that show is good. Yeah, be careful when you say fantasy or sci-fi ways because it's not all that hacky. I think. Yikes. <laughs> when I say that, I'm not talking about the hacky fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah. No, no, that's all. You just got to stipulate. I don't think I have to. And I won't. You know, you, wanna, you want people to think you're talking about soft sci-fi, go ahead. Which is kind of sometimes very good. Wait, is there any good fantasy, though? That's what I'm trying to think. Lord of the Rings. Is there any good fantasy? Yikes. Game of Thrones. Is there any good fantasy? Thanks. Um, what cracks me up, what always cracks me up about, like, sci-fi is, like, the naming of, of like, aliens. Where it's, like, or, like, with an apostrophe in the middle and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I always found that hilarious. And, like, it would totally take me out of the entire thing. And... Make it all mock worthy. But I have in the case, same problem with characters from other countries when they have those crazy names. Yeah. Theodore. Yeah. Theodore. <laughs> Idiots. Name your kid that. Winston. Um Yeah, the good place would definitely be my number one. I don't know if anything else even from the last well, no, that's not true. I was gonna say I don't know if there's anything else from last season that I would even care if it came back necessarily but no that is not true there are there are a few uh what about you you got anything other than the good place that you've been watching um trying to think i know saw stuff that i kind of watch now and like sleep or not sleep with speechless is a funny show and i think that's coming back but i don't watch it every week it's not it's just something i put in once in a while and that's the show that started this this season uh, what else was there? Oh, the the, the time travel shows. Uh, one of them remains, and all the rest got canceled. Yeah, I watched both of them all the way through. So yeah, timeless. I will keep watching. It was weird because that was like it was canceled, and then it wasn't canceled. Isn't that yeah what happened? Yeah, I don't know if it was a letter writing campaign or just uh, someone got the wrong email. I feel like it's a good show. It's not as good as it could be but it could still get there mm-hmm. well I, I a lot of shows that 
either the longer they go, the worse they get, or the longer they go, the better they get. Yeah, and it seems like it could get better. Uh, but it, it's weird that it was like that low rated. I guess I don't even know what show, what dramas were big last season, but it seemed like it should have been like uh, I don't oh perhaps out of the park really. The ratings weren't that bad, but is expensive to produce because it's not, you know, it's not a reality show. It's it has science, uh, special effects they have to pay for. And I guess, but they knew what they were getting into when they bought a sci-fi show. Right. But they're expecting more for the more. Money. Yeah. Yeah. But a uh, higher rating. So it was on the bubble for sure. Like if you go to that TV by the numbers site, it was kind of right in the middle of whether it was going to get renewed or canceled. Yeah. And, uh, and of course frequency was canceled. But you know what? That's fine. Like, I had a. a you told me season. you saw the whole season. Was the was there like a final episode that wrapped things up? No, uh, they did a they did like a little five minute thing that they put online that wrapped oh. everything up. Yeah, well, that's nice at least. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm actually fine with that one. Like, it wasn't the greatest anyway. It was just it was something to watch. Now, Trial and Error was a show, I don't know if you watched it, but I enjoyed the first season. And uh, it, the second season was definitely going to be a different experience, and I was looking forward to that. But it it still hasn't been announced whether or not it's going to get renewed. Oh, the John so Lithgow. I, right, and the second season won't have him. Or doesn't seem like they'll have him. Because it's going to be like a different case. Right, right. Ah, oh, so they like wrapped up his case on this first season. Yeah, I'm sorry to ruin that, but you should have watched it since I recommended it. Well, I watched the first episode, and then uh, that was all that was available at the time, I think, and I just forgot about it. Powerless got canceled. What did? Oh, yeah, with Danny Pudi and uh, and Ron Funches. Mm-hmm. Ron Funches on a, a pretty recent episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Delightful. Oh, yeah, he. I saw him live. He's, like, fucking hilarious, dude. He was also on that really terrible show, Undateable. Also talked about in that episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I only saw one episode of what was that show? Powerless. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It seemed all right. Like it was a good premise. It it didn't seem like it did what it should have done with it. The episode I saw, but that doesn't. You know. Excellent cast. That's for sure. Yeah. Working with. Well, working with lots of meddling because originally the show had one like it was supposed to be an insurance company that that kind of like there's a DC or not not DC. This was a DC show, but it was a Marvel comic book called Damage Control, where this company would go in and have to fix things after superheroes broke broke them. And that's bas- basically the the premise that this uh, Powerless originally had. It was an insurance company that went in and cleaned up after supers went through, and for some reason they decided that wasn't relatable enough, so they they changed. Um, can't remember the guy's name. He played the executive. He was on fly, oh, he was on Firefly. He's a really funny guy. Uh, they changed his character from uh, insurance company executive to Bruce Wayne's cousin because Batman has to be involved with everything DC. And <laughs> so that was just studio meddling. Yeah, and I think that didn't help things. But the cast was excellent. The Danny Pudi was great in it. Run Funches. And even the – I forget the the, the, star, the woman from like oh, Disney Channel Oh, Hudgens, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah, she was really delightful in it. She was really good. So it was kind of a waste of their talents, but – I the, I watched the first episode. I didn't especially care for it. And I said, I'm not going to watch this anymore. But just 
I just happened to watch the second one and it proved enough that I watched, I think all the ones that aired and yeah, I'm a, I'm not disappointed, but it was, it was a fun show and it should have done better if they would have let it have its, you know, what they wanted to do with it. Yeah. Well, TV. Meddlers. Yeah. They never listen to us. Still waiting on that reboot of MASH. Yep. We had the cast all put together. Forgot them all, but we did have put together. Um, I believe we had Adam Scott and John Hamm in there. Yep, and that's all that matters. I can't remember who Colonel Potter was or Radar. No, me either. Um, or Klinger. So I don't know if it happened or not, but there's supposed to be, uh, speaking of your one of your favorite shows, The Big Bang Theory, they were supposed to have a prequel show that was coming out next fall, but I don't know if that got canceled before it existed or what. Let's hope so. Little, little, young Sheldon, it was called, or Little Sheldon. Oh, God. Sheldon is the star of the show. Yeah, no, everybody knows. We've all seen his catchphrase. Did I do that? Um, yeah, well, Timeless also has a really good cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you know, it's different than a sitcom cast, but the, the people on it are all good. I find the, the 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 one who's I enjoy him in the show, but he could be replaced by a million other people. The kind of the, the enforcer guy, the tough guy. Yeah, the the uh, army dude. Yeah, yeah he's, he's but he does he's, what he's there to do. I exactly, mean, exactly. But I everyone else in it, like the the guy from Better Off Ted and um, the uh, the the woman. I I think I've seen her in other other things. I find them both of them excellent. Like they're they're very very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that that uh, military dude dude is definitely um, more of a type than a character. He could, but he's got the look and he does fine with the role. Right. So, yeah, he's yeah. not a bad actor. He's just like there's a show that ended this season. I stopped watching it midway through. It was a supernatural show on uh, NBC on Fridays called Grimm, and the the star of Grimm was just so bland. It was one of the reasons I stopped. Not a reason I stopped watching. It was just one of the reasons I didn't like it as much as I should have because it's the kind of show I like, the supernatural stuff. But he was just like kind of there, and everybody around him was what made the show interesting, which is not not really what you want. No, I mean it worked for Barney Miller, but not much Barney, else. Barney Miller was more than just there. That's true. He yeah, he was a straight man for sure. But, um. Yeah, I Take would a give, break? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'd give Timeless a solid B, and I think it could be, it could get better in the next season. Hopefully they'll give it a full order. So, yeah, let's maybe, it, maybe for the next season they're going to meddle with it and replace the entire cast with monkeys, and then I'll give it an A+. Plus. If it's, yeah, if it's the right kind of monkeys. I don't know about Racist. chimps. Ripper, or speciest, speciest. We will be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. Right back to the start, it's gonna take some 
one show that we forgot about and actually did an entire episode on. Uh, came out last year, an HBO show, Westworld. Another, oh, I thought you were going to say another show got canceled. Oh, oh yeah. no. An a, another A show in my book. Oh, of course. I don't even think of that as a as because it's on not only non-network, but HBO. Yeah, it's when not When it shows TV. on HBO and it's not... What is it? It's HBO. It's HBO. Oh. And if that's if it shows on HBO and not, it's not good, they they really did something wrong. Like, they killed a couple horses or something. Yeah, I know. I, I tried to watch that show, and I couldn't really get into it. After, especially knowing that, like, horses were dying on it. Pitch got canceled, which I'm disappointed by. I enjoyed Pitch. Yach. Yeah, did they wrap it? Did they wrap that up? Did you watch it all? No. Yeah, so you didn't enjoy it that much. I enjoyed it enough, as far as you're concerned. Enjoyed it enough to talk about it, but not to actually support it. Yeah, I watched a bunch of episodes, <laughs> then it went on hiatus, and I forgot about it. Brain Dead also canceled. I guess they're not bringing it back this summer then. Oh yeah, well, I mean that seemed to be a mini series, although I couldn't tell at the time. No, at the end, it was definitely set up for a second season, and it seemed like it was coming back, but I guess part of the reason is What's-Her-Name went to Fargo, and I haven't watched a season of Fargo, but I should, because I loved her in Brain Dead. Yeah. Have you, did you see 10 Cloverfield Lane? Nope. Oh, she's Not in yet. that, too. Told me she's good in it. Last Man Standing got canceled. I was... I, I don't know how I did it because we watched every new show every season, but somehow I never watched an episode of Last Man Standing. Wait, is that the Tim Allen show? Mm-hmm. I, it seems like that was on for far too long anyway. I don't even know how long it was on, but even two years seems too Oh, long. Scream Queens got canceled. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that was just dumb. Are you holding on to something? What? Perhaps a loved one because I have bad news. Oh, no. Yeah, I am holding on to something. Sleepy Hollow canceled. Yeah, I think we all saw that coming. Well, they got rid of the fucking second lead on it. So, yeah, I know. what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, this is this is great. Pitch, which is a show was very well done and well written and well acted, was canceled, unfortunately. And I don't know what this show is, but I like that it was also canceled the same season. A show called The Catch. So, Pitch and Catch, both canceled. That'll go down in the... That'll be a Jeopardy question. In a couple of years. Although, yeah, somebody's going to have to know what the catch is. I bet it was one of those fishing shows, like where they go out on a boat and they all die. Yeah, ABC has a lot of those. Uh, but another show from last... Well, another couple shows, both non-network uh, from last season, that I will continue to watch are... Did I say couple? Because I meant to say three. People of Earth? Yeah, uh, I like that a lot. And couple can be three. Yeah, that that's the new math. I always forget. So, uh, People of Earth, Atlanta, and... Um, oh, I shit. need to watch Atlanta. Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's good. Um, um, fuck, I forgot the name of it, man. Shit. Um, it's the Maybe Show. Oh, Search Party, right? Search Party, yeah, yeah. And it seems like that's where most of the good shows are coming from, are, are non network channels well especially search party i think was tvs right Which, yeah as was people of earth right yeah yeah and but at, and also uh the the detour oh but yeah but that's that is on its second season so that wasn't like oh i'm just saying oh yeah T, yeah tbs yes. is doing some and angie tribeca and, too right and angie tribeca and the, the house. Flight, 
playing house, which I found out why. I did too. Uh, I saw a, a, a Facebook post about, uh, what's her name? Jessica St. Clair, right? Yeah, had breast cancer. And yeah. they're put, making that a part of the this season, but she had to, to deal with that. And that's why she has not been on anything. It's, I didn't find out. Until, I mean, I don't know if that's a good excuse, but that's what she says. Yeah, I mean, it's a really poor excuse because the show must go on. But uh, look at Fred, Freddie Mercury singing when he had AIDS. Um, but yeah, I, I just found that out like last week or possibly the week before. But I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope she's doing okay. I mean, I think when they announced it, she was recovering, so... Um, I assume oh. it's it's not life threatening anymore, but yeah. Well, I think she must be. I mean, they she was recovered long enough ago that they were working on the show and including her her story in this season of the show. So it, I think she's doing okay. Yeah. <sighs> Too many people getting breast cancer, man. I don't know what we can do about it. We're pink in May. And go jog. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that'll do a lot. You know, if you, uh, it'd be much more, uh, never mind. I'm not going to get up on a high horse about these running events, but just give money. Fuck, like, you don't need Up stories when you search for Search Party. How Search Party broke all the rules of television on its way to TBS. I'm not a quirky 17-year-old anymore, but Arrested Development's Alia, blah, blah, blah. And last story is, two shot at party in Gasworks Park. Search continues for suspect. <laughs> that's the one that should be a TV show. I don't even know where get. I don't. I think this is a story from another land. Gasworks Park. It doesn't sound like the kind of park you want to take your kids to. From Seattle. I don't know why a story from Seattle is showing up. No, you want to take a kid there. That, that way they can fart in peace. I was gonna say. I was like, my uncle's backyard was Gasworks Park. Jesus. Every Fourth of July. Um. I think that's it for like new shows that I'm actually watching. I mean, I'm still watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and iZombie. Um, and those aren't new shows, as you criticized me. And The Handmaid's Tale, I guess that was more this year. So, And it's also, I don't know if it's a miniseries or what. As I explained on the last episode, I was misinformed, so I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, And I can't wait for Detroiters to come back, and that was this year. Oh, okay. Detroiters. There's one for you, which I, I have not seen either. That is, it was only 10 episodes and that is the funniest, one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. And it, it, just, it surprises me that Lauren Michaels had anything to do with it, but probably just money. Yeah. I'm sure he just pumped money. I mean, he pumped money into 30 rock too. I don't think he had any. Oh, that's true. Oh, speaking of 30 rock. So have you watched that Tina Fey show? Oh yeah. It's decent. Any good? Yeah. I didn't watch any of it. So I'll have to go to on demand and find it. It's got some, it's on Hulu. It's got some laughs as like some 30 rock type laughs on it. Is it as good as Kimmy Schmidt? It's got some of the same laughs, not as much. I mean, Kimmy Schmidt is kind of like 30 rock in that it just, it's just very, uh, joke dense, but you know, like not all of them land. Like some of them are really fucking dumb vaudeville era jokes, you know, on Kimmy Schmidt, but they just keep going with them. So it's not that bad, but. And Kimmy Schmidt has has weird, sometimes like not ethnic, but just kind of they're pushing boundaries that other shows don't push in in ways that I don't 
particularly like and I don't always find funny, but it, on the whole, I think it's actually funnier than 30 Rock. Huh. We I, I still got to go with 30 Rock, which did the same thing. I mean, Tina Fey's taken some flack for... And I think 30 Rock is probably a better put together show, but I think Kimmy Schmidt's just funnier. Like I'll, I would laugh at 30 Rock, but I'll laugh at Kimmy Schmidt all the way through and, and have a stomach ache after. And that was never true for 30 Rock. I don't know. I think the, yeah, it's hard to say. Alec Baldwin playing Tracy's dad and stuff. That right. Like yeah. That's like, I mean that particular scene. Yeah. But yeah. Not every episode had that scene, but it seems like Kimmy Schmidt, every episode has a scene equivalent to that. So how many have you watched of the new Kimmy Schmidt? I think four. So you, you saw the Lemonade episode already. I think that was like the yeah. second one. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Uh, yeah, there's some good guest stars that show up in this season. Yeah, the guy who runs the the uh, the what's it called the, the warehouse the grocery store. He's pretty funny. Shit, I don't wait. I I don't want to say it because I don't want to. I don't know if we're talking about the same person, but uh, so I won't say anything. But yeah, it's good. They have good. Uh, when is Broad City coming back? By the way, should be must be the summer. They're doing a thing. So I I saw that um, they're having like this huge comedy festival here in Golden Gate Park with like everybody, and it's like you know Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, or whatever. All these fucking or Kevin Hart, or I, I don't remember who all, but it's like you know huge, and a bunch of you know podcasts and stuff like that. Um, and I saw they were doing a reading of, or a live, you know, vert reading of Wayne's World. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> Mike, they're having Mike Myers and, and Dana Carvey come to them. I'm like, oh, really? Is that a thing? Doing it? It's, it's Anna, I mean, Abby and Alana doing it. And I was like, oh, fuck. I would love to see that, but I'm not paying for a goddamn comedy festival to go do it. Why? <laughs> what? What? Dude, I will, I'm not going to any kind of festivals. First of all, the prices are outrageous. And so, oh, because it's outside and you won't be able to hear them very well. Yeah, and, and the sound yeah. is just shitty at those things. And you know, Yeah. But that's rad that they're doing that. And hopefully somebody will surreptitiously record it. <laughs> I was just thinking of the Sketchfest, and you'll pay for that. So I was like, well, why wouldn't you pay for this thing? But oh, yeah. I get you. Being outside is a little bit different. Well, yeah, Sketchfest is like they're individual shows. This is all yeah. one huge fucking thing. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is cool, though. They should do it at Sketchfest instead. Yeah, I, I know. They haven't been to Sketchfest. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, anyway. Oh, but uh, speaking of guest stars on Kimmy Schmidt, David... David, David Diggs, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's great. He's all the way through, I think. The Peter Riegert is who I was talking about who owns the... Yeah, not, that's why I didn't say. Yeah, I, I there's somebody else later, so... Um, Peter Riegert... I think he's from Animal House. If he's not, he he was alive. He should have been. Yeah. You know who else from Animal House? Uh, Kevin Bacon of I Love Dick. Don't watch it, but he was in Animal House. I'm waiting for The Tick still. That's That's coming back. Yeah, that's the one Amazon show I want to see because the pilot was good. I like that the guy who plays, what's the name of the, the moth character in The Tick? Arthur. Yes, Arthur. <laughs> he's he's kind of he's still not famous enough to really care. So I think someone took his picture 
on and then shared it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And he he's very excited about it on Twitter. He's like, someone took my picture. They found me going to get pizza or something like that. It was really <laughs> funny. Oh, that would be so annoying to me. <laughs> <laughs> not to him. Yeah, not very many shows worth sticking with this season. Well, I think that's true every season. But it is, it's yeah. Pieces of gold and then everything else just kind of goes away. What the? I think a lot of the bad stuff got canceled, so that's good. We don't have to deal with bad shows. Yeah, I, I mean, other than Big Bang Theory, which is still going strong, most of those are gone. Um, two and a half, wait, no. Two Broke Girls. Broke Girls is gone as of this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Anna Ferris's show is hanging on. Mom, I think it is. It probably is. It's a hit. It's well, maybe if I watched, I know, I know I didn't like the first episode, but it's, it's such a shame because I love Anna Ferris. I love Alice and Janney. So I can't, I, it's not like, it's not like, um, what was the show with Charlie Sheen? It's not like that show where it was just so, been, yeah. it was just kind of annoying how bad it was. Not bad, but just kind of like lowest common. Number. It doesn't seem like it has that. It's not as bad as that. And I, can't root against those two so i'm glad they're being popular and making lots of money well yeah because anna Anna ferris needs that money with her husband uh doing so poorly yeah yeah well he i wonder but what's next for him jesus christ he should just quit dude like you don't think he can uh, recover and have a good career no no he should give it all up he's probably made enough money to like if he if he scrimps and and you know doesn't buy too many video games and stuff like he can probably have a decent retirement but yeah you never know with this with this economy yeah not in this economy trump uh yeah i think you know with the good place on westworld that kind of does make it a pretty good season though like those are two really good shows of course westworld's not returning until 2018 at the earliest yeah well, they gotta build Japan World now, and you know, Imperial Japan gonna, World or whatever it is. What? Seem like they're gonna call it Samurai World. I mean, or they can go with that if they want to be racist, or and whatever else they're doing. Yeah, I hope. I really hope it doesn't break off into that like the movie did. Wait, the movie did? Well, How'd they kind of the went to medieval world. Oh, that's they, right. Yeah. No, I want them to do that. I want the next season to not involve Westworld at all. But we, I want them to go to one of the other worlds. I want uh, <laughs> really, really tick off fans. I like when that would be funny. I would, I would like it for the ticking off fans aspect, but I do want to see what happens to the main characters. Yeah, but I would rather they tick off because there's that there's a season of Buffy spoiler alert for a show from 10 years ago where the first like I can't remember how many episodes, but the first few episodes involve a sister that never existed before, and it's not explained until late into this, or I don't know, late, but a few episodes into the season. And when you read recaps from the time, people were so pissed off about this, and even now people don't like the character. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I I was one of the few people who thought the Sopranos finale was great. No, you haven't seen it yet. Speaking of Josh Whedon. Oh, he was the creator of the Sopranos, yeah. He is going to be uh, like directing Just League for Zack Snyder since Zack Snyder. Well, not directing the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I think we talked about that last week, didn't we? Nope. Oh. That just happened be, 
like two days ago. Oh, who the hell was I talking about it with? I can't even imagine. I, th- I think you, maybe you're mistaken, and it happened last week. But, yeah, in any case. No, I, I, I am definitely not mistaken. <laughs> he was taken off of it. They, they announced that just a couple days ago. It was this week they announced it. Well, maybe I was time traveling. It was uh, six days exactly. All right, dude. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that'll... I mean, it's very sad why he had to step down, but it's going to be interesting what happens in the future. Like, they're talking about this is this is Zack Snyder's vision, and Josh is just finishing things up. And Right, which is knows? exactly what I heard, yeah. But who knows what's going to happen with, with Justice League Part 2. Like, is this, like, are they slowly going to push him off since everything's been going so poorly? They should. I don't know why <laughs> he keeps doing these or getting to do these, but... Speaking of the DC movie universe, I am excited about Wonder Woman. That comes out next week. Uh, did you see that Alamo Draft House shit? Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Nothing good can ever be done without people complaining about it. God, so Alamo Draft House, in case you haven't heard, Alamo Draft House was trying to. Well, they didn't try to. They're going to do it. They're going to have a, a, a screening of Wonder Woman, and only women are allowed in, and only women will be working. And for some reason, people on Twitter got up in arms about this. For some reason, yeah. Because, you know, men on the Internet never get up in arms about anything, generally. So, uh, yeah, it's hilarious. Good for you, Alamo Draft House. Yeah, oh, and then they, the uh, that was announced, and then later Alamo Draft House had all the flack from it, and... Their response to the flack was to have a second screening since the first screening sold out. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't hear that part. Ah. Unfortunately, we don't have one of those around here. I think I'd like to go. We have like where you can eat at the movie theaters, but it's not special. It's just a movie theater that they have like a waiter service. And it, it seems like Alamo Draft House does more like special things. Yeah, we've got have, one in San Francisco. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, um, yeah, and they've got them in L.A. and. I don't even know where else. I mean, besides Austin and stuff. I guess they're slowly, probably New York, huh? Probably, yeah. I think they're slowly going across the country. The they're kind of in competition with the other ones that that copied their the having like dinner at the movies idea. But you know, to tell you the truth, I went to one of them, and it's I don't really like it because during the movie, there's like waiters walking in front of you, and yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, it, I mean, they should take care of that shit before the movie starts, but it's not its not the waiter's fault when people get there late and order. Um, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not blaming the waiters. It's no, no, I know. But, I mean, really, it should they should maybe have a cutoff time before the movie, but I understand that would be a pain in the ass when there are a bunch of different movie times. So, but the, There is a – I think there still was one in Portland and in, in uh, outside of D.C. where it was a movie theater that had, like, beer – like uh, a full bar and food, but it's kind of, you took it and went back to your seat with it. And I, I think that works a little bit better. And those were less, because Alamo draft house is definitely a place where you want to see move, like where it's set up to watch movies. They have rules. Like if you're using your phone, you're going to get kicked out. Right. If you talk, you're going to get kicked out. So they're set up to watch movies that these places I'm talking about, they were more like, have a good time and watch these old movies, like eat some pizza and drink beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, we have, we've got had those here too. So in Oakland, um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. When I lived in Santa Barbara, I had a whole idea where to put one, and it was perfect. And if someone ever did it, they would have made big bucks. I, dude, I would love to own a movie theater and just do like cool movies, you know, an Alamo Draft House type of thing. 
or even at like AMC and you run it, but you're able to pick the movies and you just have one theater that always has cool stuff. The other ones play like Pirates of the Caribbean or Baywatch or whatever, but your one theater plays whatever you want in it. it would, yeah, it would be awesome. Um, there, there was like one of those, you know, every once in a while you see something where like you write an essay and you can win this house in fucking bumfuck shitberg. Uh, and one of them was like you win a, you win a movie theater, but it was like somewhere in like in Maine, like rural Maine or some shit, you know. And I was like, yeah, that would be cool, but you got to live in rural Maine, so what's the point? Of all the rural places you could mention, that's one that would be awesome. Maine is nice. That's why they call it vacation land. Oh, is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. I thought they call it dying on the tundra land. Mm, incorrect. Recommendations, nice Asians. Asians. Oh, sorry. It's nice to... It's nice in the summer. Everywhere's nice in the summer, dude. Uh, you got any recommendations? I've, I, you can go first. I will recommend, if you got, you know, a hundred something bucks or so to spend, uh, the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Deluxe Edition reissue, which the George Martin's son remastered. Um, Do you mean George R.R. R. Martin? No. I mean the good George Martin, who was the Beatles producer. Um, remastered, and then there's like three discs of uh, extra tracks, and uh, a Blu-ray and a DVD that have like the Blu-ray has a 5.1 surround sound mix, and then like a making of and stuff. Uh, and it actually sounds really good. Not my favorite Beatles album, but this I think the mix actually makes the album better. So it's very, very good, worth the money if you're a fan. Um, that would be my only, my only recommendation is Sgt. Pepper. My recommendation is the last two episodes of the third season of Breaking Bad. Great stuff. Oh, you're man, you really got to finish that show. Well, I just finished those two episodes. It was great. I hadn't watched it for a long time, and I remembered the last episode I watched. They were stuck in the the lab looking for I the fly? The fly, yeah. That was the last, and then I finished that season now. I'm on the fourth season, so exciting. episode. Oh, oh, so I, wait. That season ends with um, a shooting. Am I correct? Yeah, you don't see okay. what happens. Yes, yes. Okay. There's, he's in the room with uh, Dwight's, Dwight's uh, buddy. Yeah, yeah, Gil. In real life. What's his name, Gil? Yeah. I, well, I forget what his real life name is. I forget what his real life name is, but uh, he was... Him and uh, who played Dwight? What was his name? I forget. But they were they were good friends, so that's why he's in that. Well, I don't know if that's why, but I always think that's why he's in that in that dumb clip show episode of The Office. But I like that actor. He's good, Gil. Yeah. So that was that was fun. I look forward to seeing what happens in the next two seasons. I'm almost there. I'm almost caught up to Better Call Saul. Yeah. So I can go back in time. Uh. And that show, <laughs> that went places I didn't expect, those last two episodes. Uh, and my other recommendation for something more current is a YA novel called Revenger. And I just read it on a lark, thinking it would be a quick read. And it was not as quick of a read. It's probably a thick book. And it's it's much denser than most YA novels are. It's a science fiction book where these twin sisters go out to space. And uh, they're, the, the way in this universe... Uh, space travel works is one of the things is they communicate with with each other using this old technology called bones and only people who have not gone through puberty yet 
are able to read the bones. So all like kids, get, not well, maybe not through puberty, but just young people can read the bones. So these two sisters are young and they they learn to read the bones, and then stuff happens, and they be the one sister becomes a revenger, and it's it's good. It opens it, it, the book ends on an open note, so maybe there's going to be a second book, and it's the themes are pretty much deeper than you'd expect from YA novel. And what I also like about it is like things are mentioned early on in the book and they're not defined until later. Like the guy just uses terms as if the, I mean, the reader is supposed to figure out what they mean by context. And it takes quite a while to pick up on that context, which I think is, is pretty ambitious for a YA novel. It reminds me a lot of uh, the culture series in, in ways of world building and stuff. So it's good. Read Revenger. That's my two recommendations for this week. It's too bad Avengers was already taken as a title. Because Revenger sounds not quite as cool. but It looks cool in the cover. All right, also, Revenger. I want to recommend uh, Big Bang Theory. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Wait, wait, I'll try to do it. Uh, rate us highly on iTunes and write a review if you would like. Uh, like us on Facebook. And most importantly... Tell your loved ones about us. We're quite not handsome. just about us. Tell them to listen. Eh, yeah. Because if you just say, "Oh, I listened to this podcast called Pop Culture Continuum with Pat and John, and it was great, and I really enjoyed it," that's fine and all, but that doesn't make them listen. What I, you should do is actually, I don't care if they listen. Log into their iTunes account, rate us highly, write a good review, and leave it. Yeah, the rest. and then fuck them. You Who know, cares if they listen? Well. If they're willing. Oh, they're willing. If they're able. I don't know about that. Well, this has been fun. I think we're doing a sitcom one next time. Let's hope. I mean, I only say let's hope because that's the only thing we have thought of so far. Uh, So, until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.